Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Live from the heart of the NFL Draft Experience, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. This is The Playmakers on 1140 The Bet and the Odyssey app. Woo! I got a little bit of an echo going going here, Marcus, but that's okay because because I do enjoy the sound of my own voice sometimes. sometimes. Damn right. Is Lindsey Brown and making his uh, debut in the show. Always just a tad early, but certainly always welcome Adrian Hernandez. Hey, Lindsay. Hello. Uh, Echo's good now. We're good to go because we are here live at the Caesars Forum, day two of the NFL draft. Not quite underway yet, but in the second hour of the show, it's going down. Yeah, so we got an Young early. Jock told us. 100%. We got an early start time. Last night was primetime, 8 p.m. Yeah. Everything kicks off at. Four o'clock our time, which is sixty minutes away. So if uh, you need to get out of work early, this would be the time to. Yeah, uh, I would just like literally drop whatever you're doing, even if you're like mid sentence on the email. And if you're sending an email at three o'clock on a Friday in Vegas, I mean, the worst. we might have to have a talk. We might have to have a talk, but it, it's certainly a, a very special time to be a Las Vegas resident uh, here. And uh, we're happy to be here to talk about all the sports with the Z and other things. So much to get into that went down last night, night one of the draft. No picks for your Raiders. They did not trade up into the first round. Uh, and I believe their first uh, selection is slated in the third round right now. Yes, pick 86. So yep. a little bit a little bit to go. 50, 51 picks to go, Yeah, to but, but a lot of uh, history made, though. We had a ton of trades. We had a run on wide receivers. We've, uh, we've got a lot to bite into today. And uh, we're going to expand our conversation a little bit as well because there's other sports going on. Like, you know, the Golden Knights are playing the Blues tonight. We're all ready for this game, right? We're all so Last excited. Last game of the season, right? Oh, yeah. It is, isn't it? Oh, Oh, we're not going to the playoffs, are we? We're Darn not used it. to this. No, but there are implications to tonight's game, just not for us. We'll have that ready for you to kick off the second hour. Uh, just a little bit of a overview of what to expect in the NHL playoffs as we're just getting everybody in order in which their name will be called at graduation. You know, we know we're going to get the cap and gown, but we got to make sure we get the name in the right spot. 100%. And for the first time ever as a franchise, we get to play spoiler, perhaps? Yeah, in a way. In a way. I would hope that they would end their season on a decent note. But what a decent note is in this context, I'm not sure. I think I would probably settle for a goal in another shootout if we had to go to that particular playground again. Yeah, I don't please, want Yeah, 17 consecutive missed uh, attempts in, in shootouts. Let's get one yeah. if we have to go there. Just yeah. one at you least. Know, you know hockey expert 101, Adrian. But, uh, you know, 
if there's one thing that we should be known for, it's that we are not just a pair of people that maybe jump ship. We are the type of people that when our teams are doing well, we are not just the party captain. We are waving the flag, and might as well get this started and open it up, right? No button? That was a button. Can't even hear it because we're live from the NFL draft. But guess what? The Howl Towel is here. Let's go. The Wolves. Straight from the Target Center to the NFL draft. Everybody knows what's going on here. 100%. Everyone's like, wait a minute. There's other sports other than football in here? Yes. Lindsay, your team. Yeah. Season's on the line tonight. Everything comes down to this, Adrian. And I'm not nervous. But I'm certainly con I'm, I'm concerned, right? Because there's something to be said about throwing everything you had at a team and it not being enough. Like, it's one thing for Carl Anthony Towns to foul out of the game or, you know, like D'Angelo Russell not to show up and then we lose because then we have an excuse. But in game five, we saw John Morant take over, not just in terms of, like, his production, but in actual momentary greatness with the dunk, with the time-expiring um, Game-winning basket. Layup. And it's just, I, I think that this Memphis team is very special as well. And when you're down to a winner-take-all scenario at this point, or at least until we get to game seven, um, it, can, it can get a little bit oversized, right? And so I, I hope that the Wolves and their young guys are able to kind of keep their cortisol levels in check as well as they can. I just want to tell you this right off the bat as we get into this game. Um, the Wolves have led the Grizzlies for 73.9% of the total minutes played. What? Just to put that in perspective for oh. you, Lindsay, <laughs> that's a higher percentage than the Celtics led the Nets in their oh. four-game sweep. <laughs> Lindsay, I'm sorry. Oh, it's so on brand. And remember what we talked about, and even Trista mentioned it, like if you have to go quarter by quarter throughout these five games so far, yeah. unquestionably, because of the matchups or whatever the case may be, the Timberwolves, have outperformed the Grizzlies. Yep. It's just that the Grizzlies have been the better team when it's mattered the most. And shout out to Zaza Pachulia. I won a game seven. You obviously won a game seven. As a matter of fact, this America first round, wants a game seven. Well, yeah, because Even the guys from El Paso won a game seven. We talked about it with them earlier. Yeah, and in the, in the playoffs in this first round, there hasn't been a game seven matchup. Like no. all these games have gone no either five or six. No basketball tomorrow night on a yeah. Saturday night. Yeah, because the second the hell, round. Adam Silver. Yeah, it's, it's the Set second round. Set your DVRs to on, nothing. Exactly, or, or the day three of the draft. To me, what it's going to come down to is obviously Carl Anthony Towns, but him and Patrick Beverly. Like, are you guys going to focus on playing your game? Like, there, there isn't a coincidence to me that Patrick Beverly made a layup in the third quarter and did the too small symbol, and that was the moment that Josh said, oh, okay, and then dunked over the shooting guard. Uh, Beasley. And got, yeah, Beasley, Malik, Malik Beasley, Beasley. And then in the fourth quarter went off. Yeah. You don't have to – this has been the problem for this team. That they playing gassed with fire. Themselves, they've gassed themselves up time and time again. Yep. And – and Patrick, like, I don't understand. You are a veteran. You haven't won anything. As much as you're – I've been to the Western Conference Finals two times. You need to be a leader on this team. And you're playing with fire in these certain situations. And I understand the way that he has to play is, is the mental edge and the reason why he's in the league because he's not the most talented player. It's one but, thing to, like, shove one of the Grizzlies players after the whistle for a tech 
and then it's another thing to do what you said, like the symbol gesture. Like there's times and places to push that button. And the thing is, like you said, the wolves is they just mash, 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 mash. We're gonna go for for the for the biggest bit every time. And you're right, they need to keep that a little bit more locked up because what Pat Bev does is really set the tone for everyone. How in control am I? How many liberties am I taking? And I think at, at a subconscious level, that kind of enables those moments where we see Carl Anthony Towns get kind of outside of himself, get a little bit too engaged in the game behind the game. And so for me, the kind of bargain bin answer for this team to get going is I go, get D'Angelo the ball early, make sure that Ant is uh, engaged, and make sure that Carl is feeling that rage or – but emotionally invested, but not activated, right? That's what we always use. And that's the crazy thing. Game five in terms of the trash talk. Yep. And I believe there was four or five different technical fouls. Desmond Bain and even Chris Finch were getting into a shoving match. Yep. And all these things kind of culminated into the Timberwolves going back and regressing to some of the, the bad traits that they've had, where when things got tight, it became isolation basketball, where either – and. It's difficult because you have D'Angelo Russell and Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Those dudes can score in isolation. But what's getting them these leads and when they're at their best is when they're working together and playing team and basketball. Yep. And that needs to continue. And Carl Anthony Towns, I need you to be involved. That doesn't mean you need the ball. You are how tall again? He's over he's over seven feet, right? Yeah, I don't know if he's seven feet, but he certainly needs to be more. He's a big ass dude. Get your ass in the paint yeah. if you're not gonna be the one taking the shot and the three pointer. Um but I, I hope for a game seven. Uh, I'm interested to see if Memphis is going to continue with that small ball lineup and Brandon Clark, who ate seven offensive rebounds just in the fourth quarter. And that can't happen because like when the Wolves have found success, they're ripping down rebounds. And that and in many ways, like the transition basketball and the high-scoring nature of this series, it it feeds into the Wolves' best hands, but it's not the hands that we need for this particular job. Like, you have to get your hands dirty, not muddy. I think what we're talking about, like, when you're getting a little bit too invested in the extracurriculars, that's muddy. Dirty is under the basket. Dirty is making all your free throws. Dirty is... Uh, just taking care of the little things and, and being positionally sound because in some ways when they've blown leads, it's happened so quickly and largely because they get their offensive possession, they go down to the other end of the floor and then they take a shot early in the shot clock and then they don't get that rebound and it goes back the other way. And you're just like, we have to be able to slow this down. You have to be able to work it down below the basket. And if Carl's just taking threes the whole time, that's just not going to work. 100%. You might be able to get close, but it's not going to get us to where we need to go. And, and the sign after the game that I did not like is Malik Beasley talking to the media. And whether it's true or not, uh, he publicly said, we honestly think it should be 4-1 right now. We should be resting just like Golden State and heading to Golden State. You can have that in your head and be frustrated and know that you have outplayed this team, but to say that to the media, what are you doing? Like, yeah. when when Brooklyn found out that they were playing the Celtics, uh, Kevin Durant and uh, Bruce Brown were in the uh, talking Great to the media, name. right? Bruce Brown said, oh, no, we're looking forward to Grant Williams isn't playing for Boston. We should be able to take advantage. KD immediately said, yo. Pay respect, like in front of the media. Didn't do it separately or offside, like, hey, pay your respect. That's a great team. You don't say those type of things. And it's the same type of mentality, like, yo, you guys have to prove something. You guys have the talent, but you need to prove it. Um, and we'll see. Momentum's heading towards Memphis's side, but uh, Target, Target Center's Center going to be loud. Target is a, is a tough place to play right now, especially with uh, we all are taking the bet that the 
protesters coming out, right? Like, the, well, for you because they're three and zero. Yeah, they have to. I'm pretty sure Glenn Taylor is probably still not the most popular guy in the in the greater Twin Cities area, and that's why he spends most of his time down in Mankato. But Desmond Bain wasn't nearly as effective beyond the arc last game as he was in game four. Was it more in your mind of, of just kind of regressing back to the mean and, 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 and just not being as on fire? Or do you think that the Wolves made an adjustment? I, I think the Wolves made a little bit of an adjustment, and I just think that this team rides the momentum, and you can kind of see it with the games that Ja hasn't played where they kind of, who's ever on fire you can take the lead, and they don't have a problem of sharing the basketball and things like that. And even last game where offensively he wasn't as on fire as he's been in some of the games in this series, like his his body frame and being six foot eight and that long that long arm reach, like that is causing problems. And even though they're not him and Brandon Clark aren't as tall as Carl Anthony Towns, they're able to make their presence felt and just make things uncomfortable. And you even saw this dude's diving on the floor, yeah. like doing all these gritty little plays, very Patrick Beverly-like, yeah. um, and those stocky arms. And he's he's getting involved, and he's making his presence felt even when he's not scoring. And that that is huge, especially in this series where there's been foul trouble on both sides, where Jaron yeah. Jackson from Memphis hasn't been able to be in the court. Carl Anthony Towns at times hasn't been able to be on the court. And that's where we've seen players like Brandon Clark, who has really stepped up and, and, and made his production really make a difference. I mean, we talked about him with, with Trista over the last couple of weeks. And I, I like to think that the Wolves would like to get a little bit more out of their bench. Like, I got to get, I don't know how much time per game Nas Reed usually gets, but if you can get even, like, six to eight points from him, what does that say, right? Yeah, you need that. Right, and there's a difference between getting Nas Reed involved into the into the game because we have our rotation and we're looking to diversify our minutes versus we have foul trouble and now we just have to hold on for dear life. But I would think that they need to get uh, some more support outside of Ant, outside of Carl, but... Your best players have to be the ones to push you over the line. And, and undoubtedly, and it shouldn't be a surprise, when they're at their best, their best player on the team is Ant Edwards. He's going to need to play a huge game. A lot of expectations and pressure. He has a sparkle pressure. in his eye tonight, don't you think? I hope so, well, for well, your sake. flicker of the flame. And just to put things in perspective with Minnesota, not just the difference between whether protesters or not show up on the court, but... In the pair of Minnesota's wins in this series, Anthony Towns has averaged 31 points on 17 and a half attempts. In the three losses, that's dropped down to 17 points per game mm -hmm. and precisely half attempts. At least five boards tonight, Carl. Yeah. yeah uh, at least five boards. You better get it. No, we need double doubles, Lindsay. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just, all hands I'm on deck. I'm setting it at a very low. I'm just, okay, for the first quarter, I need five boards. How about that? Does I like it, it. You like that one better? Yes, I like it. Um, I want another classic game. I want a game seven, so I'm okay. rooting for you guys. So on Fridays, let's just say our creative juices tend to flow a little bit drier than usual. So Marcus, you busy over there? Yeah, you, you gotta. Can you talk in your headphones and your and your video game headset over there? Oh, what's up? Uh, do you like to go into the chamber just for a couple questions? Chamber, get the chamber of chaos, of course. Jeez. You know, okay. just, just, I, you're here. <laughs> so We're here. I, I prepared so eight so pages excited. of questions. I, and I, I figured. I love how you guys prep and you don't prep me, but that's fine. Well, that's on purpose. You know, know that this is a thing. I get uh, it. Marcus, your most ideal thermostat setting. What? What? Do you, what? That's, What's that's good. 
That's, that's not are the you music. hitting the right button? I told you where the button was for the Where's music. Where's the, the music? Chamber sunken. Top left. Oh, excellent. Oh. Marcus, I oppose this question to you once again. Okay. Your ideal thermostat setting. 75. 75. <laughs> nice round number. Marcus, your least favorite finger. <laughs> the pinky? I don't know. All righty. I need more conviction on the answers. Yeah, we got to a talent. Bring some flair. Your favorite seasoning to put on your foodsies. Nothing really. Nothing. You're plain Jane guy. It just stands alone. Okay. God. Two different it's Americas. Right. Once again, your favorite Muppet. Kermit. Kermit. That's a great answer. Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. What? I am. It's not easy being green. This is the greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> we are live at the NFL Draft Experience, baby. Oh, I was going to, a pink slipper, it was a contract <laughs> extension, you say? You better be talking to that Tootsie Kermit character. <laughs> Hold on. Tootsie Pop or Blow Pop? Tootsie. Tootsie? Yeah. You're like the one person in America. You like peeps too, don't you? No. Okay, good. At least you're not a serial killer. <laughs> your, profes your professional wrestling name. The Rock. The Rock? I, I don't know. Wow. I just I like The Rock. I've always liked The Rock. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. There's, I, I communi there's a communication issue. She asked, what would your wrestling I don't know what my wrestling name would be. Chaos. <laughs> your most impressive athletic accomplishment. Getting here yesterday. You're <laughs> <laughs> we are going to get into that at the top of the next hour, the expedition that I put you two through. Let's just say we figured out why I'm single. <laughs> Last thing that you swore at. My computer. Yeah, it sounds about right. Animal you least like to be bitten by. Spider. Ooh. But what if it gives you powers? <laughs> All right. Not Toby McGuire. Not Peter Parker. Best compliment you've ever received. You made it here yesterday. No, I <laughs> Come on. Come on. Genuinely. Genuinely? Um I don't I don't remember. I don't I, I don't know. Okay. Maybe something about my hair? I don't know. You have very luscious locks. I try. Okay. Contest you'd feel most confident in your ability to win. A scratcher for a scratch like a off? dollar. <laughs> oh, I miss scratch off so much. Just like for the sensory output or yeah. input. I guess it depends. That's the, a different hand motion. Last one, at least for this segment, because I'm sure we're going to run short several times today. <laughs> Your perfect state of French fry. Damn it, I wrote that question wrong. Potato. Your perfect state of potato. See, even I am capable of mistakes. Mash. 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 Give me the mash. Give me the mash. Give me the mash, said Kermit the Frog. Thank you, Marcus, for participating. I'm sure we will bring you back in at some point. We are okay. live from day two at the NFL Draft. Rounds two and three will be underway 
in less than an hour. Wolves basketball, because we are your home for Minnesota Timberwolves propaganda here in the Las Vegas Valley. And we certainly are the bastards that sports radio did not intend to create. We'll be back for the second segment and the rest of the show, 3 to 5 p.m. The Playmakers on the Bet, 1140. Welcome back to The Playmakers, live on Radio Row at the 2022 NFL Draft on 1140 The Bet and the Odyssey app. Damn it, the beat was just about to drop and then it went away. For oh. us, though, thankfully, our listeners are rocking. Yes, they get everything good, but that's the way it goes. That's like literally the business that we are in. That's what we're here to do. We are live day two at the NFL Draft down here at Caesars Forum. It's been an absolute blast. My name is Lindsay Brown. Across from me, not glass related. We're right next to each other. That's your name? Adrian Hernandez. There it is. <laughs> Correct. And uh, Mark Bonilla is here as well. You'll probably hear his voice a few times this program because Fridays tend to run a little short on the creativity, so we rely on the Chamber of Chaos uh, to help. Chaos. Yeah, exactly. To help grow some inspiration and hopefully push us through because in many ways yesterday, depending on your fandom, good day, bad day, but when it comes to like a big time trade made at the draft, right? Like we've been talking all week about how this is really where big decisions and big mistakes can be made because there, there's no, everybody's all lubed up to try to get something done. Everybody's oh look at this potential of this pick. Look at this. Everybody, you know, is, is trying to make do to make sure they can sell some hope in a couple of months. The Tennessee Titans last night traded A.J. Brown to the third worst NFL market in America, (laughs) the Philadelphia Eagles. I said it. I'll say it again. Packers are worse. Saints are second. Actually, the fourth worst because Saints are second and third worst. And it sent shockwaves through the league. But I, I think we need to stop being surprised because the second contract wide receivers, the Debo Samuels of the world, right? The guys coming off their rookie deals. I was even saying just a few weeks ago, the wide receiver position is devalued. And I was wrong, but I was also right at the same time. We were just talking about the wrong, wrong generation of wide receivers, right? Not the DeAndre Hopkins, not the guys that have signed their big-time extension and probably more around their, their 30s and what have you. We're talking about the 26, 27s. They have the world as their oyster right now. Thank and, you, Christian Kirk. Yes, and so, what do you think about the, the trade of A.J. Brown? How disruptive is that going to be to Tennessee? Not necessarily on the field, but in the locker room. And how scary is Philly? First off, as a Minnesota Vikings fan, as you are, yes. I want to ask you how it feels because you guys have started a trend. You guys are trendsetters. We are. The Vikings didn't want to pay Stephon Diggs. Yep. So they traded him, and what did they do? In the draft... We'll draft someone with similar traits. Yep. And this is exactly... Justin Jefferson. Yes. And this is exactly the idea and the hope for the Titans in the second example when they get rid of A.J. Brown and they get uh, Travion Burks, our guy, Knives and Boars, our dude. Uh, To me, this kind of works out for both teams, except there's a lot of assumption with Tennessee because they were the number one seed last year. And because of the talent and Derrick Henry and everything that came with their success over the these past couple why years. They lost that playoff game if people have forgotten. Yeah. But to me, this this team is not if you're the front office of the Titans, you cannot be in the headspace that you guys are going to compete 
and be in that same position as you were last year. With Ryan AJ Tannehill, Brown on this roster or without AJ Brown on this roster? I with either because Really? You think that the drop off is that big? Well, 100%. Or just last year was just such a uh, a unique opportunity for them that they took advantage of. Yeah, because uh, hypothetically, right? Yep. Philadelphia signed AJ Brown to the new contract extension, so it's a 4-year, 100 million dollar contract, 57 mil guaranteed. Yep. That would then put the Titans having to pay Ryan Tannehill $34 million. To throw the ball on the ground. And A.J. Brown, $25 million. So $60 million attached to these two, these two players. I don't see it. Um, and on the flip side for me, for the Eagles, uh, Howie Roseman absolutely is definitely, and the Eagles are winners of this trade. This is a hell of a job. They can't develop wide receivers. That's their problem. They can't. But remember when we were talking about the Eagles going up against the Bucks and – I said you. The, the you e were talking about this. You were saying Eagles are going to walk all over them. Upset, and then they, they got, got a running shut game. Out. They got shut out. There was no rain. But I the point being, this. the point being that the Eagles have one of the best I running how games. Wrong you were. <laughs> <laughs> they have one of the best running games, and that's true. To attach that and give as much help as you can to Jalen Hurts with Devontae Smith and now AJ Brown. This is the best that you. This is. This is what you have to do. You have to put as many resources so around your quarterbacks and hope. what is the bread basket for A.J. Brown? Because we know that um, Devontae Freeman, you said? Or Smith? Devontae, Devontae Smith. 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 Sorry. Um, he's, a, he's a little bit of a, a, a leaner guy, right? He's a smaller wide receiver. So I, I'm wondering just how this offense is going to look for the Eagles. Are they looking for, for strikes down the field 15 yards? Are they looking to hit up A.J. Brown 30, 35 yards? Down? Both like, of them. Both Devon, of them. Devontae and A.J. Is, is Jalen going to run out and then hit those guys, or is he going to drop back from the pocket and fire? I would assume that it would be a mix of both and that versatility, plus adding in the running game that they have. And also, it must be reminded, the Eagles have a second-round pick still. They got two third-round picks fifth and seventh round picks. Next year, they still have two first round picks. So the ability Holy for Howie cannoli. Roseman to make trades and kind of acquire things well, do we trust is going Howie to be Roseman incredible. To do this? I 100% do. I mean, he just did it. Well, I know, but just because you did something doesn't mean it's going to work out. I think it's it's the MO. And I also, and I know you're not going to want to hear this because as I can tell oh, with the Eagles, uh, that you're not the greatest fan. But to me, no. for them to pick up Jordan Davis, as well and not have to trade anything and get him was huge. This dude is a defensive tackle who was fast and a game wrecker and those tackles aren't usually game wreckers and it's confusing to me on this Georgia all-star team that set a record five defensive players went in the first round from Georgia. This dude was the anchor of that defense and in a sport filled with athletic and huge dudes this dude is one of the biggest and for some reason People didn't want to draft them, and that's cool. Who's going to substitute and come in for Fletcher Cox? Jordan Davis. That dude's a stud. Are the Eagles winning the draft for you so far? Them and Baltimore are tied. Really? I hate to I say don't it. Think, I don't think Lamar Jackson would have the same thing to say because he was not pleased <laughs> with the fact that his boy Hollywood Brown was uh, traded last night either. That is, today? The, that is the only con for, for the Ravens uh, is that Lamar was like WTF on the Twitter. Right. But to me, for Baltimore to make this trade, it was a finesse. To put this in perspective, they traded a player, and in exchange, they got a first-round draft pick was higher than the one that they spent on drafting Hollywood Brown. And Hollywood Brown wanted out. And he did, and Baltimore got all the cost-controlled years – of Hollywood Brown and his rookie deal. And by the way, 
edge that we need to jump off of once you finish. Awesome. Hollywood Brown last year had 1,000 yards oh, keep it in my brain. receiving. This dude wants a new contract. He's getting traded to Arizona. Mm -hmm. Are they having money problems with their players like Kyler Murray? Who, Arizona? Or, yeah, or, Arizona, or, Arizona. Or, or Baltimore. Arizona. They're not Are paying they, Kyler, right? Well, they're going to they're gonna cut somebody. They're going to have to. There's no yeah. way. Okay. I, before I forget this and it goes out of my brain. So, wasn't the left tackle of the Kansas City Chiefs also in Baltimore, but he was on the other side? He wanted to be like his dad. His dad played left tackle, right? So, they traded him last year. Right, I believe so, last yes. Year. And now we hear about Hollywood Brown not being utilized to his full potential because he said that he met with Lamar Jackson at the end of each of his seasons that he spent there to really discuss about how, how he is being equipped, how they're, how they're using him in the offense. And I, I think Hollywood perceived that as a poor fit for him, not fully using his skills to his highest potential. What's with Baltimore trying to fit people into spots that don't utilize their highest potential? I, because I, if, it, if, they, if it was... If, if they're losing their jobs to the true greats, wouldn't they be getting further, like, I don't know, making the playoffs? I just think that, and that's a great question, Thank but you. to me, Hollywood Brown, <laughs> Hollywood Brown, is he was their number one receiver. Like, what more does he want? Hey, let's, right. Mark Andrews is better at being a pass catcher, and Lamar's going to go to him and be a safety blanket. What do you, do you have a problem with Lamar then? But, like, but that's what I mean. It's just like, what, thousand, what's the difference between Lamar and Kyler as quarterback? I mean, uh, there's a lot of nuance, but they're both running quarterbacks that can throw, right? I mean, we love to, to well, downplay Lamar's ability to throw, but he's got an arm. He showed and, us to that uh, effect last year. And this is why I say it's a finesse, because what Hollywood can do isn't, it's not a situation where it's not replicable. And, and for now, Arizona, this helps smooth things over with Kyler. To a certain extent, yeah. but like... Listen, where is all this money going to go to? They, the way the roster's constructed and who's getting paid, this, that, and the fourth, like these pieces, and they I have great pieces. It's just, there's a lot of confusion and just, it's just vibes. Let's get J.J. Watt because he's J.J. Watt. Let's get Hollywood Brown. And, yes, their, their offense on paper, Golden it looks vibes. incredible. Sort of. Similar. Very, very similar. Um, I also want to mention with the Ravens, they got Kyle Hamilton, who's kind of been my darling this I week. I hate that. I think that I think it's he's going to succeed to great heights there. I mean, yeah. I'm annoyed that he went there because I would like him somewhere else. No, 100%. I said some some words you can't say on the radio in my car when I found out. Yeah. They also got their starting center too. Yep. So two starters that have potential and are joining a a organization that knows what to do with their players. Yep. And honestly, if it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for it being a center and a safety where they aren't necessarily put on top of boards just because of their position and positional value that other people get just because whether they're an edge rusher or a quarterback, etc. Like, these are top 10 talents, and they got a steal. Um, do we want to talk about more winners? Yeah, let's just do uh, maybe one more, one more team that you think has done a really good job managing at least the first round of this draft. I want to give a shout-out to the New York Giants. And, okay. And simply, Lindsay, because for once – they just didn't do anything stupid. Ha, yeah, correct. <laughs> they used and common they, sense. And whoever, the, the kid that they sent to make the pick here in Las Vegas who went nuts. I messed when up. When Thibodeau went after it. Dude, that kid is my favorite human of all time. Congratulations to the New York football giants. Literally everybody here that was on Radio Row, that was such a poignant pause that he made. We all thought he was going a different way on that intersection. You can't tell me otherwise. No, 100%. Oh. And... Kevon Thibodeau, 
Very talented dude, showing up that defense. Evan Evan Neal, a guy I've talked about a lot, yeah, one of the best him. tackles. Like, these are surefire dudes to help. Uh, Soften not, the blow for Saquon. 100%. And also, like, look at the, the draft, their previous history. Last year, Kadarius Tony. This dude's already on the trade block after one year. Kadarius Tony, what a name. Yeah, they got Kadarius Andrew Thomas. Tony. They got Andrew Thomas in 2020, a first-round pick. That guy's a building block. I'll give him credit for that. But then... Daniel Jones, they're not picking up the option. So that wasn't the best first-round pick. What that's what the rumor is. Like, that could just be them floating that out there to see if anybody's going to be willing but to more, trade for it, But it's also right. likely. Oh, and you don't say that without the intention of doing it either. And then also, to wrap that up with the Giants, Saquon Barkley, who, I'm sorry, my defense some people, this dude's not getting a second contract. There's oh. been way too many injuries and in at that position. So He's a great person. They finally, and granted Gillette commercials and very attractive thighs, but I don't okay. think he's getting that second well, contract. You love so the booties, you love the thighs. Yes. You got it. Um, so for the Giants, uh, KV on Thibodeau and Evan Neal, just solid common sense moves. And salute them to that because it's been a little rough for them and the Giants fans. It has been. You know, you win two championships within 15 years, you wouldn't think – that they would reach the depths that they have. But they had some big shoes to fill. Uh, they hired Ben McAdoo, and that went straight to hell. But they're not the only ones with the succession problem. And they don't even get an HBO series. We'll get into that conversation on the other side of the break. We are live from day two at the NFL Draft from Caesars Forum. The Playmakers, love for to be back. Welcome back to the Playmakers. Live on Radio Row at the 2022 NFL Draft on 1140 The Bet and the Odyssey app. Oh, God, I want to hear the music. That's actually like a good beat. I was like, oh, is this like a Boogie T ripoff? Like, what is this? This ain't bad. This ain't bad. But uh, that's all right. We got to do what we got to do to get through our show. Here we are live at the NFL Draft down at Caesars Forum. First ever draft held in Las Vegas, and night one went off without any hitch. I think it was a wild success. People are filtering in here to the media room for today's round two and three, and I'm sure the thousands of uh, people outside continue to multiply. And, you know, we talked to Trey Wingo um, earlier this week, and he said, every five years the draft should be held in Vegas. And the cool thing, waking up this morning and going on Twitter is seeing some of the reporters and as the NFL world descends upon us here in Las Vegas, is the tweets of, like, can we just – can Las Vegas just be the home of the draft? Honestly, I – we know how to party. I, I, this is true. You can and, handle it. You know, we, we joined the party late when it comes to a lot of the major sports, and I can understand why. Well, we can't have it in New York every year anymore. We can't have it in so-and-so city anymore because then it's unfair to this team and this team. And this team. We came so late to the party. Now we are the party. I think that would actually be a better bit. It would probably save the NFL some money. No, 100%. And what, it, as long as it's here, and I think the way that we're showing out and the events, yep. um, you were mentioning as we were on here, like, we got F1 executives walking around. Of course, NFL executives just planning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, we're showing out and we're doing good. And once again, you said it yesterday, shout out to everyone here locally that's involved, yeah. whether you're volunteering, constructing, and doing everything, making Driving this go. Uber. Yeah. Working a food cart. Like, whatever. We know that everybody's got to make their buck some way, somehow here. I'm just glad that we found out or figured out a way to do that and provide a good time for everybody else because there's nobody else that throws a party like us. And when it comes to setting a standard, there's nothing worse than turning the page, right, of, like, being the next great one. It's one thing to be dubbed that like Sidney Crosby was. You know, Wayne Gretzky was called the great. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Great one. So they called Sidney Crosby the next great one, but Sidney Crosby wasn't going directly to the Edmonton Oilers. He went to the Pittsburgh Penguins, right? And so you kind of have your own trail to blaze there. We had uh, some some attempts were made last night to fill some shoes in the NFL that have left a big footprint. I cannot tell you how happy I was when we got home. I got home after you know our two hour walk back. We'll get into that in a couple minutes. When the Packers pick comes up, their second uh, pick of the first round, and it's not a wide receiver. Instead. It's another guy named Devontae, but he's on the defensive side of the ball. They use both of their first-round picks, the Green Bay Packers, on defensive-sided players. And I, everybody's saying, well, there was already six receivers taken. You can't just, like, pick someone to do it. Right. Guess what you do? You placate Aaron Rodgers because they didn't, and he's out this morning, right, because that Pat McAfee uh, appearance was this morning going where he's telling Pat that – Actually, I didn't know that Devontae was going to be leaving when I signed my extension. And that is a deviation from what was told to us weeks ago when that trade was made. You are, tru- you are trusting Aaron Rodgers' words no, I a little I bit too much. I don't trust him. I trust his ego. I trusted his ego because Zen Master Raj is undefeated. He truly is. And that pissed him off. I guarantee it. And it's going to cause more drama. And here's the danger in re-signing him. And this is why if you re-sign him and then you trade away his best weapon – 
you make sure you replace it with a first-round pick. You just do it so you can smooth that over. But, but they didn't. It, I just I don't think it, it's that simple. And I also want to say that during that interview with Pat McAfee, he said, well, I think it's something that needs to be addressed, of course, talking about the wide receivers. But I think what you've got to remember, too, is out of all the positions in the draft, if you go through the history, a lot of receivers are bust in the first round. Yep. It didn't seem like, from what I heard, that there was maybe a Justin Jefferson in this draft. And even Devontae himself was a second-round pick. Well, uh, we Donald won't know Driver, until we pick him. True, but until to me— how many teams go into a draft trying to fix what was wrong with their team last year instead of Adrian, trying to... they imp- never draft offensive players. It's been like 16 years, isn't it? Or uh, wide receivers. Why? It's, been, it's been 20 years for wide receivers. That's Favre era. True. But, Lindsay, you're going to... The top six that we knew... We're all taken off the board, like Every you mentioned. Every year there's going to be an excuse. But there's always wide receivers. You yeah. can get them in the third round. You get them in the fourth well, that, round. Well, those quarterbacks just grow on trees, according to Green Bay. They, they, they lucked into a back-to-back Hall of Famer quarterback situation. And here's the thing. We think that these things last forever. They don't. And so every year you make this decision to not make this particular decision. You just keep kicking the can down further the road, making your life harder. And even if it doesn't work out, at least you gave it the college try, even though you went to Cal. <laughs> to me – when you look at the college game and when you look at the professional game, the league is shifting towards you need to have a better secondary. You need to have as many cornerbacks and safeties out there to guard these high-flying offenses. Georgia was one of the first teams that switched their recruiting and had team their, their, their players on the roster and on the defense to allow them to only have seven in the box and have as many safeties and corners out there defending passes. What was the score of the NFC Championship game? 7-10. to 10. So you think they need more defense? Lindsay, they had the top 10 defense, and with these know, picks, so they might be do, able to be top keep, 5. If we have top 10 defense, isn't that good enough? Wouldn't you want to fortify your offense at some point, make that more top 10 instead of just relying you have on a, a singular time, talent? You have a two-time MVP. I, I know that, but how many points did he score in the NFC Championship game? How many times was he not being able to get the ball because the 49ers were running the ball down their throat and controlling the game and the tempo and the physicality? He doesn't play on the same side of the ball. That's fine. We can have the start. But I'm saying if your offense is struggling, maybe you invest in offense. I just don't think it's that big of a rocket science equation. No, and, and I agree with you and on you, that. And you but have outside motivation to placate this guy because you're going to have to be stuck with him for the next four or five years or whatever his extension is too. But I don't think they've ever placated to him, and they still signed him to this deal. And second, they have enough picks, second, third, fourth, fifth, Sixth round, there is opportunities to get wide receivers. All I know is that Georgia set a record. Five defensive players taken in the first round from the Georgia defense. And the Packers just took – they just took 40% of that and put them on their team. And I and I, well, I like the decision. Well, those offenses in the NFC North are sure scary, aren't they? No, 100%. Air it out, baby. We definitely need to fortify the wall to take on Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, and Jared Goff. That's, I mean, it's all about timing. You have a you want to win a championship. You have the yellow brick road to the to to the playoffs in the NFC North right now. Why do you need to fortify defense if you're having trouble to score? Because you have to play the Rams and the Bucks and I all these teams. I understand that, but we can't even get to the to the Rams or the Bucks because we lost in the first round last time or whatever it was two weeks ago. I don't know. I think it's BS. I think the Packers have this trust in Aaron Rodgers that he's enough. And no one is. No one is. Not Tom Brady, not Aaron Rodgers, not whatever. And I just think 
it, it's it's foolish, but it's their thing, team to burn to the ground, all those owners, those proud owners. One thing I wanted to ask you is because in the interview with Pat McAfee, he was talking about how he looked at the tape and he didn't necessarily see any studs that like kind of got him upset that they didn't take one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that when you're so good at a sport, like you view – like what do you think Aaron Rodgers thinks a great wide receiver is? Right. Because you know how like very great tell? players yeah. aren't really good coaches? Yeah. Because sometimes it's just like – well, what why don't you know how what, to do that? Yeah, what makes you worthy in my in my mind? Yeah, why? that's a great question. Um, yeah, I, and that's that's the bit. I, I I just think that they've mishandled so much of that guy's career. And, and as a Vikings fan, thank you. Can I just say? Thank can you. I just say one more point? Yeah. Because these these wide receivers were taken, and so it wasn't even a possibility. If we fast forward to when they Jordan Love, maybe they tried. True. Yeah, when it, Jordan Love was taken, the pick right after him yeah. was T. Higgins. Yeah. There you have an, an obvious comparison to be like, because we took Jordan Love, we weren't able to take T. Higgins. This wasn't that situation. Yeah. So that's why I'm not as upset. And I'm like, okay, they want to go defensive-minded. Let's try it. Marcus. Marcus. Hey, babe. I heard my cue. That's right. Get bring those crickets out. No, he's in there now, so. Oh, he's in it. Back to the chamber of chaos for you, my friend. Marcus, clockwise or counter? Clock. He said clock, people. Chaos. Something Not the chicken, okay? you okay. wouldn't uh-huh. be caught dead wearing. A Tom Brady jersey. Okay. Should say 11 plus one. Favorite book that you read as a child? Cat in a Hat. It's classic. Classic Seuss. If I'm a bird, you're a bird. What kind are we? (laughs) A cockatiel. Woo! He said cockatiel, folks. Just caught love on the brain. Song that makes you uncomfortable to listen to with others. I don't really have one. Doesn't listen to music. Yeah, this yeah. this chaos. 30 seconds. Chaos. Yeah, 30 seconds. Treehouse or tricked out van life? I guess a treehouse. Hell yeah. Most <laughs> annoying thing you found about yourself? Um, I'm stumping you. Yeah. Hey, all righty. Maybe the chaos chamber is just a little bit too high flying for us, but we'll have a whole nother hour to sort things out. 11 for the back. We'll be back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.